0: Hi, I'm Nick. Hey, I'm Will. Hey, I'm Anya. And I'm Jules. And this is the Nerds in Podcast. Hello. Welcome to the Nerds in Podcast. I am joined by my good friend here, Joe.
1: I am one with the ice beard.
0: Yes. He has a new nickname.
1: I do. Icebeard. And I love that cold nights at the airport. uh, (laughs) They tend to do that to a man. Yes,
0: indeed. You know, you even told me. You know, like like ice growing out of your face. It's actually pretty sucked. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was actually sounds very painful. But you know, uh, aesthetically speaking, um, yeah. So we have an exciting episode for you today. We're gonna go into our series once more, our Lord of the Ring bits, and um, today we're going to be talking about a very mysterious character in the Lord of the Rings universe that has been, so many theories have been around him, so who is he, who he is, you know.
1: Arguably the single most overpowered individual in <laughs> the whole entire series.
0: I know, uh, yeah, we'll get into that, like it's, yeah, it's going to be great. So obviously, you know, if you're... Any into the Lord of the Rings universe? Probably know who we're talking about. We're talking about the famous Tom Bombadil. A merry fellow, I'd say.
1: (laughs) Likes to sing and dance.
0: Yes, indeed. So yes, we're going to be talking about this man's here today. And um, I made it sound like he was like actually on the show,
1: like he was about to say hi. I mean, given what this man is capable of, don't touch him. He might just.
0: So tell us a little bit about yourself, Tom. Uh, (laughs) But yes, as we were saying, we're going to be talking about Tom Bombadil this lovely afternoon. And so I thought we'd just kind of give a little brief introduction on the man, or at least what we think we know of him so far. Um,
1: (laughs) The individual we believe to be a man.
0: Yes. I think even just trying to casually introduce him is such like an mm-hmm. he's such an enigma within itself like yeah yes he's probably one of the very first beings ever on Middle-earth um <laughs> you know in the history of the Overworld Arda this this man just exists yes he really just says live in, <laughs> live just, which is interesting
1: because it's inferred that both Tom and Treebeard are the oldest mm-hmm. living creatures in Arda? It's, uh, it seems Tolkien, some of Tolkien's letters imply that Bumble is the oldest living thing.
0: Yeah, you know, like art. not just person, but just... Yeah. It <laughs> mentions here it was before the coming of Melkor.
1: Melkor, for those unaware of Lord of the Rings lore and mythos, is... Uh, it was kind of a line dropped by was it Lady Arwen and
0: mm-hmm.
1: oh, Galadriel in the second Hobbit film and in the books where uh, it is inferred that, that Sauron is a servant of Melkor. Melkor is another name for Morgoth or the first Ark Lord. So the first mm-hmm. big bad that really threatened all of Middle-earth. Yeah. This man is older than that. In fact, there is a line that said that Tom Bombadil was there for the first raindrop. He was there to see the first acorn. He knew the dark under the stars when it was fearless before the Dark Lord came from outside.
0: And you know, yeah, so he may have been alive even before the coming of LR.
1: He was known by literally everybody. Mm -hmm. The dwarves knew him. The lords of man knew him. The elven kings in their forests knew him, and he was friends to all of them.
0: Yeah, and I think it it was even mentioned how he had like different names according to, you know,
1: called him different things. Uh, See, he was known as. Are Wayne Ben Adar to the Elves and the Dunedain, which is mm-hmm. oldest and fatherless. Hmm. And to men, he was just known as Orald, which is the an Old English form of very ancient. To the Dwarven folk, he was Forn, which is Old Nordic for belonging to ancient days, and. Uh, it said that Tom Bombadil itself is a Bucklandish name added by Hobbit chronicler. So the name that we know is more of a Hobbit interpretation. Yeah. With, uh, it also has an Elven connotation to it. The "ill" at the end, which is a connotation of friend, which may or may not yeah. be coincidental, according to the wiki page.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like with that. It's like you know meaning friend At the end of like the suffix at the end of our names, <clears throat> so that's just a very, yeah, it's a very interesting fact that he was known as many different things as well.
1: Yeah, not only so, was this man old, he was paradoxical too. This man, yeah, like single handed, like he has a plot of land off to the east of the shire close mm-hmm. to the barrow downs which is like a old ancient forest it said that yeah. not, it's not an extensive portion of land that he owns but he his power is worded as extraordinary over virtually everything in it grass the earth real things residing in it this man single-handedly controls nearly everything that he owns. Hmm. He is immune to the powers of the One Ring and to the Dark Lord, so much so that the reason why he wasn't listed as a candidate to ferry the ring to Mordor was because he wouldn't have viewed it as such a major thing to do that he would just... Misplace it.
0: Misplace it. <laughs> yeah. He's
1: like, oh, eh, ring. No. He's like,
0: oops. Like my bad.
1: Um... <laughs> he was playing tricks with the ring at one point in the book.
0: And yeah, because like, like,
1: like flipped in the air, vanished, and it popped up in his other hand. Like this man mm-hmm. had not a care in the world. This man transcended.
0: It theirs. was just a trinket to him, man. Just
1: I trinket. desire this man's lack of. Like, caring for anything.
0: <laughs> Bruh. It's, yeah, it's no doubt interesting. And you mentioned how, like, you know, in the book, um, you know, how he handled the ring. You know, obviously when it comes to, you know, I'm in the middle of reading the books right now. But, like, <clears throat> you know, he's not really mentioned in the, um, you know, PJ films.
1: Yeah, he's he's actually completely omitted from any of the films.
0: Yeah, cuz I think uh the director Peter Jackson was like wasn't that essential to the storyline? Mm. Which I mean, okay, because in the book basically Frodo and his party stumbles upon him when they get trapped by um Old Man Willow, I believe. And basically they take refuge at his house for like 2 days. Yeah. And they kind of like, you know, Eat, you know, they basically lodge at his place of residence for days, for two days. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I guess it wouldn't be too essential to the story, but mm-hmm. given, I feel like it would be cool to see just how, you know, how nonchalant he is with the mm-hmm. pressing matters of things like the ring and stuff like that.
1: You know, Peter Peter Jackson message. mentioned that uh, his omission. From, of Bombadil from the films is that like he, as a whole, his character had little to do with what was happening. As actual, a whole. yeah, he didn't really advance mm-hmm. the Hobbits' progress towards Rivendell, so it wasn't really mm-hmm. moving the plot as a whole forward. And with cost constraints, like on a when writing a book, it's like polar opposite. Yeah, you can to just like a, yeah, you can like just, you need to uh, save as much money as mm-hmm. possible. So, as opposed to, like, including characters in a book that you would need to have, it's better to omit some.
0: hmm Yeah, when when we consider those two, it's like, i would be interesting if that was in the extended edition. But who am I? <laughs> like, who am I? So, you know. But, um, yeah, so that was, like, the main reason for his omission. Because he didn't really uh, contribute all that much to the main films but um but I think that also almost kind of like still contributes to its to his mystery, you know? <laughs> like <clears throat> just not seeing him betrayed really in anything in physical form it's still like oh man, it makes me even wonder about him more, you know? So I think that's very interesting as well. One of the other things I was thinking of was like so we kind of talked about who who he kind of is where he originates from, you know, literally being the first thing to inhabit the overworld Arda.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So do we think that it would be cool if he had his own movie slash TV show? Like,
1: I don't know. Because ha- like, the big for me, yeah. at least, interest in Tom Bombadil is his mysterious nature.
0: Mm-hmm. I because feel like- he's already, like,
1: yeah. He's you know, like, those small roles that he does play in, like, mainline books already have larger portions to play than what mm-hmm. is kind of more considered normally. And books yeah. Until like Morellian, which are, like, smaller little short stories, goes even more into what Bombadil is. I feel like if it were, I think more like an anthology, kind of. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of feel like what we have of Bombadil is plenty enough.
0: Yeah, and I think that goes back to like you know, still keeps that mysterious
1: yeah,
0: yeah about him because, you know, giving that he's much more powerful than um <laughs> anything. Uh <laughs> potentially, um yeah, I think it's kind of, it gives us a healthy amount to okay, we we've heard of him. We know that he's a rather jolly slash merry fellow. And I also think, too, that we have a satisfying amount of information for him. Mm-hmm. Just say, hypothetically speaking, just say yes. hypothetically. Like they, Hypoth- they went ahead and made something revolving around him. <laughs> for example, oh. opening scene of of, let's say, his TV show. Mm-hmm. The first scene, what should the first scene be? I'll go first. <laughs> World just exists. Um, <laughs> and there he is. He's uh, already there just, at like a tree stump, smoking a yeah. pipe. Yeah, I know. Not a bait like not a baby, no nothing. Just uh he just man's just sitting there. Just there like tree stump.
1: took you long enough.
0: <laughs> and then you just have a voiceover so like this is the story of Tom Bombadil. The story is that there is no story. He's just here.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He's always been. Mm -hmm. Which is really interesting, because Tolkien himself mentioned that Bombadil himself is by no (laughs) means... uh, He said that there is no embodiment of the one of God who indeed remains remote outside of the world. Mm -hmm. That Middle-earth does not have that. There there are people that thought that Bombadil was Iru Iluvatar who is was kind of a supreme AD. Mm-hmm. The creator of everything. And that got shut down fast. I told, <laughs> Tolkien said, nah, you ain't doing that.
0: Damn. I'm gonna need you to, <laughs> need you to chill. That, that theory
1: you got there? Yeah, I'm gonna need you to shut
0: it down. I'm gonna
1: need you to stop <laughs> thinking with your chest.
0: Yeah, I think what we have is enough. You he said like he
1: remains He's a character that was based on a doll that Tolkien's son Michael Michael played with as a kid. I don't think it gotta go much deeper than that.
0: Oh. Yes. Interesting. Didn't know that. Like I
1: mentioned in the last Lord of the Rings episode, a lot of Lord of the Rings is based around Tolkien's personal life experiences.
0: That's that's true. And like it's cool to see them interpreted <clears throat> in this world as well. So along with that, we talked about, speaking of movies, where was he during the PJ films? I think we talked about it a little bit ago. Like, during the Third Age, during Frodo and his party's encounter with Tom.
1: Yeah, they actively engaged with him.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. It's like, I think it says here, in the Fellowship of the Ring, Mm -hmm. Bombadil helps Frodo and his companions on their journey. Like Tom and his wife, Goldberry, the daughter of the river, still live in their house by the source of the Withywindle. Mm. And some of the characters and situations from the original poem reappear. So he first appears when Merry and Pippin are trapped in the old forest by Old Man Willow, and Frodo and Sam cry for help. Mm. And then it goes on to say that, Tom just straight up tells the army willing to like release them, singing him
1: to sleep. Yeah. A lot of his power seems to come from his singing and dancing. Just where this merry-making persona for Tom comes from.
0: (laughs) Bards aspire to be this man. Um, Basically. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so they spend two nights in Tom's house. And then this is, of course, where they saw that, like, the ring is, like, nothing to this man. And has no effect on him, even though Frodo, you know, turns invisible because of it. And as you mentioned before, like, the idea of giving him the ring to hold is probably wasn't good because he probably thought it was so valueless, you know, and it has no power. He, he so, is
1: one of a few people who could see Frodo as he was invisible with the ring on. Mm-hmm. With yeah. Everything that the ring does, for Tom, it's a normal ring in all aspects.
0: Exactly. Well, along with that, you know, after they spend the night with him, he sends them off, but it says here that Tom teaches them a rhyme to summon him if they fall into danger again within his borders. That's proved fortunate, as they are trapped by a barrel right and after rescuing them, Tom gives each hobbit a long dagger taken from the treasure and the barrow. But then he takes him, directs him to the Prancing Pony in At Bree. That's what, where that scene, <clears throat> I think I remember that scene where they go into the Prancing Pony. Yeah. And then meet like Aragon and stuff like that. That is so interesting.
1: There's also, so some of the dialogue between Mary and Pippin with Treebeard is some of Bombadil's mm-hmm. original dialogue from the book. Transplanted over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of so like, just sideways like, I don't know, Bombadil is so all over the place.
0: He really is. And like, you know, he's intentionally an enigma. And I think That's why it's like, you know, as we mentioned before, how, like, he shouldn't have his own thing because he's supposed to be just someone no one really knows too much about, you know? Uh, Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's great, though. Just
1: given the power of the ring itself, it's nutty.
0: (laughs) To say the least.
1: Um, I haven't done much research into it. So I don't want to say things that I'm not sure of. Mm -hmm. But I feel like I'm rather certain that the ring holds part of Sauron's essence in it. That's why the ring Mm -hmm. returning to Sauron is such an important thing. And why it needs to be destroyed? Because with it, Sauron can come back into completeness, into the realm of men. Which is also why, yeah, the Watchers, uh, the the Eye of Sauron, and the Ringwraiths, yeah, all hone in whenever the Ring is being wielded.
0: We, we, yeah, just put on. Don't like mm.
1: all of that. You... Immune on Tom Bombadil. The invisibility, (laughs) the watchers, all of it, no, doesn't happen. Normal ring, static. Though he does, status effect nullified. (laughs) Um. (laughs) Uh, It is said that he has noticed the evil nature of the ring, just like Gandalf, and warns Frodo not to use it. Not because Mm -hmm. of its evil nature so much, but because it looked more beautiful without him.
0: Very interesting indeed. So along with that, we talked about you the ring and how it has no effect on him. (laughs) But along with that point of kind of like those same lines of like an appearance in a TV show, do you think there may be, maybe not appearance, but reference to him in this upcoming Amazon series? I think
1: potentially, because he's been in a lot of other media, a lot of the video games. So recent as to the Lego games...
0: Oh yeah, um,
1: he's a um, unlockable in both character Lord of and, the Rings and, and the Hobbit, Hobbit and yes. Lord of yes. Rings. He is in the Battle for Middle yeah. Earth Two: The Rise of the Witch King. He's in the Trading Card Game. He is in Lord of the Rings Online, which you mm-hmm. and I still have to play. I know. <laughs> I was about to say like,
0: <laughs> I downloaded it too. Uh,
1: like, I should have it. Done. Yeah, I think. Yeah. So. Maybe be on the lookout. Well, yeah. he might not play at, a, at least uh, like a major role. Look for a jolly rounder man with a large brown grain beard <laughs> and blue clothing and a blue... with a blue hat. Yes, and a tan brim with a feather in it. Yeah,
0: I feel like that'll be a fun. Um, cameo, I will. You I'll, know, like, I'm you know, definitely
1: looking for my boy. Sure.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think at least in one episode, like he, yeah. he just makes a cameo somewhere. Like
1: maybe like if,
0: he, if he's just referenced, a, I'm like, oh, okay, but I kind of you dropped this
1: himself. and hands them like the MacGuffin of the series. Yeah. <laughs> like what? It's <laughs> one of those like if you know, you know. Those that don't know, yeah, oh hey, yeah, exactly. happy little old man. Exactly. Those that know, <laughs> exactly.
0: That's what I want. You're like the fans, just be like,
1: oh,
0: oh, oh, God. oh, oh, <laughs> yeah. oh hey, yeah. Hey, <laughs> it's like a Smash Bros. reveal. It's like um, oh, hey, yeah. <laughs> is that is that, is tall? that the man? <laughs> I'm actually really excited for hey, that too. Amazon series dropping. September twenty second. Is that what it said? I thought it said some. Let me see. Pull out the good old Google here, real
1: quick. September second.
0: September second. Even yes. better. No, well,
1: that's still like. I'm it's a prequel like, series like, uh, set during <laughs> the Second Age. Yeah,
0: because in, in the Second Age, um, according to to your here. fast Um, typing it mentions here in like the second first and second age that he began his journey to explore while wandering and so he then saw force in the rain and he most seen pretty much everything that took place major events battles Mm -hmm. and focused on the exploration of Euryador making him the first to reside even before the elves moved there.
1: So the second age lasts from the banishment of Morgoth to the Void and ends mm-hmm. with the defeat of Sauron, the army of the last lines of elves and men. With all the fun mm-hmm. door, nonsense. <laughs>
0: <of like this. laughs> but yes, but that is pretty much it that we have so far. Yes. Um, as as we mentioned before, like he's just like just such a mysterious figure, not an evil figure. Well,
1: like, even then, no yeah, one you
0: know. knows. Um, yeah, like you know, just he vibed it. it this man, <laughs> like, like,
1: I don't like, know. Like, this um, man just like
0: really right at the Danos very end yeah really like guess to. what
1: <laughs> <laughs> jokes on you i've been bad the whole time though there is a oh, rather predominant that he is instead the embodiment of arda itself it's like physical property which is why he, he is just doesn't... Just, why he just vibing. He doesn't care.
0: <laughs> he, just, he just exists. He just be there. <laughs> He's just there. But yeah. So we... kind of discuss who he is. Where he originated from. If he should have his own... you know, kind of... series. Where he was at during the PJ film. Mm-hmm. And kind of his his uh, part in the book series, specifically Fellowship. And if he should, you know, and if we think he's going to make an appearance in the Amazon series, which, as you mentioned, I kind of hope he does. Yeah, like a, I, like a, I hope he only like it only has to be like a second, just like his hat or something.
1: <laughs> just give me some. I want to see his hat yeah. being repaired in like a city street somewhere.
0: Yeah. yeah. That'd be so sick, bro. I cannot wait to that. So, what do you think about Tom Bombadil? Have any fun theories for us to look at? Feel free to give us a rating slash like, and feel free to leave a comment in the comment section of whatever platform you're listening on. And this has been Lord of the Rings bits with Nerds in.
1: I shall return to my go corner. To yes, thank you for having. Me. Yes, I am cursed you, you, with knowledge, you, you and oh. I it is. Eternally my curse to share it with others.
0: (laughs) And it is my curse to (laughs) Um,
1: (laughs) Try not to burn your eyes. But we love it. We love it.
0: (laughs) So once again, thank you so much and we'll see you next time.